This is a HeadGum Podcast. Okay, it's time to commit. 2024 is the year for prioritizing yourself. Begin your new smile journey with Byte, and you could start seeing results in just two to three weeks. Just order your at-home impression kit today for only $14.95 at Byte.com. Bite clear liners are doctor-directed and delivered to your door. Treatment costs thousands less than braces, plus they offer financing options, accept eligible insurance, and you could pay with your HSA, FSA. Get 80% off your impression kit when you use code WONDERY at Byte.com. That's B-Y-T-E dot com. Start your confidence journey today with Byte. Delve into the shadows of the mind with Sleeping Dogs, a gripping murder mystery starring Academy Award winner Russell Crowe. Now available on digital. Crowe portrays an ex-homicide detective, unraveling a brutal murder he can't recall. Uncovering secrets from his past, he learns a chilling truth. It's best to let sleeping dogs lie. Visit sleepingdogsmovie.com slash Wondery to watch Sleeping Dogs, now on digital. That's sleepingdogsmovie.com slash Wondery. Fuck yeah, let's get it, boys. Amir sucks. <laughs> yeah, Amir's good. Let's get it, boys. Fuck Amir. Let's do it. Woo! Fuck, I love having a good time with Amir. Jake and Amir in the house. Amir's the worst. Peace out. Amir's fine, baby. <laughs> when was that bit from? I think it was from us singing a song and you were insulting me and I was trying to pretend like we were both saying that I was pretty good. Yeah, that's a good bit. I like it. <laughs> Let's get uh, it, boys. It was, it was remixed by our favorite Don Kianian. Don Kianian. That's right. Uh, if you use this, it would be number seven theme song. Wow, dude's catching up to Goncalves. <laughs> for our most prolific award. Anyways, if you'll honor me with a plug, writes Don Key, uh, please send them to my website, wolf-riot, with two T's, dot com. <laughs> that was almost good enough. That's right. You don't want to see the dash, but then two words like Wolf Riot is pretty cool. Two T's, that's tough. Yeah, it's, that's it's tough. two deviations from the Wolf Riot that you wanted. Yeah, that's tough. I wonder if you can get a, a domain name with two hyphens back to back. Interesting. I didn't even know you could get a domain with a hyphen. Yeah. I didn't know you could hyphenate a domain. Yeah, I guess you can. That's new to me. That really changes the Squarespace plug game. Yeah, I mean, they. you do need that at a certain point. I wonder, I mean, you can. can you use numbers in a domain? Like I could do yeah, jake85.com? Like, yeah, like art19.com. Oh, I'm so stupid. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> what about an emoji? An emoji in a domain name? I don't think that's good or possible but, or should be possible. But can you do a colon and a parentheses? Yeah. <laughs> jakehurwitzsmiley.com. <laughs> the smiley should be the extension. So like jakehurwitz.smile. <laughs> yeah, and I think that's available. <laughs> I would hope so. You should get that. Jakehurwitz.sunglass emoji. That's cool. Yeah, it'd be kind of chill. <laughs> uh, all right, we're back. You're back. You were in Mexico for a little bit. Uh, indeed. I was in Mexico, as they say. And was um, it warm there? It was lovely. It was absolutely, absolutely perfect. Uh, was it kind of like be there? 
It was great to be there. High 70s during the day, low 70s to high 60s at night. So like you could you could wear pants comfortably. It was really nice. Very nice. Um, On the West Coast, we're watching the sunsets uh, right from the pool. Uh, Stray dogs everywhere. So it's kind of nice to see puppies. Uh, though their circumstances are admittedly a little sad, but your your life is good when you can see a lot of dogs. So that was nice. Yeah. Um, and then you wonder how they get fed. And stuff. Yeah, totally. Well, I mean, they eat trash. So yeah, it's, okay. Yeah. Mm-hmm. That's yeah. fair. Not good. Not great, but <laughs> nice to see the dogs. I'll, as I'll long as that. we throw away, as long as we throw away enough dog food, they're they're yeah. good to go. We were throwing away food. They 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 ate plenty. Uh, highlights for me personally. I, um, as you know, I've I've reached Delta Diamond status because I've been flying a lot. Um, uh-huh. And Jill, who sometimes makes fun of me for being so loyal to Delta, uh, <laughs> more loyal to Delta than to her. <laughs> got uh, we got upgraded on it was a connection, so we got upgraded to Atlanta, then Atlanta to Puerto Vallarta. We. Uh, we got that first class upgrade. Are you crying? Uh-huh. No, yeah, I'm just <laughs> thinking about um, uh, how much I hate this, but continue. <laughs> uh, so, I mean, that was huge. That was absolutely massive for <laughs> that me. Was, that was a savage grade. That made the trip for me because not only did I get... <laughs> I, I we had we had access to the Delta Sky Lounge. I had control of my seat, and as you know, control is nothing, with, or access is nothing without control. So yeah, I had control. Trip. Like you, I had Mexico. access. Did you have a nice time with like the friends and? What you, were like, they serving yourself? on the flight? <laughs> Newark to Atlanta, and Atlanta's a hub, mind you. So they have nice the salmon. Like travel international. They have you the get chicken. To like see new people. A basket of language. snacks, <laughs> coffee service, tea, whiskey, wine, and a honey mustard. <laughs> the water. <laughs> the water didn't stop coming. Mary did my bottle see its halfway mark without me being asked if I'd care for another. And. Was Jill upgraded too, or was it just She didn't of... have to be, because I had bragging rights, I had access, and I had control. No, she got upgraded too. That was the best part. That's good. Uh, so, so we get there. We, It was such a smooth trip. Like We were going to like this beach town called Sayulita, and I, I've never been to Puerto Vallarta. No idea like what we're what we're gonna do, uh, how we're gonna get the car, how we're gonna get our groceries. But it was just also it was also seamless and easy. Um, That's I, nice. And I guess the the highlight is a little bit of an adventure. I'd say on uh, on day first day we get there, we just enjoy the pool. We go out to dinner in the town. It's it's perfect. Next day we kind of do we're just lounging by the pool, hanging, drinking games. Uh, then on Monday, we went on a catamaran. We booked this like kind of like cruise because um, there's 14 of us. Was it a booze cruise? In, for some. For some, it was a booze cruise. <laughs> I would say Jill was like a little nervous because she's like, I think I might get seasick. I don't know if I should go. She's like hemming and hawing. She's not sure if she wants to go. Somebody yeah, else is me. like, I get seasick sometimes too. I'm just going to take this like Dramamine thing. Mm-hmm. So 
and I'm like not pressuring Jill at all because like the last thing I, I don't know if she gets seasick. So I'm, the last thing I want to do is like, oh, you'll be fine. And then she's out at sea, like absolutely <laughs> miserable. So I'm yeah, just like, whatever like saying, you want to do. I like saying you'll be fine, but you don't know. You'll yeah, be fine. Of course, yeah. People absolutely get seasick. No, like, no, Jill, <laughs> you're going to be good. Trust me. Go on this catamaran with me, babe. She's puking. You'll be fine. You're so, fine right now. So like the first so we wake up everyone's like already even like a little hungover but we get on the we get on the catamaran um not a good way to start yeah i i love it um as you know i'm reading my the uh, master and commander series so anything that has to do with me being uh on a sailboat at sea is super exciting to me right now you're Um, dressed up like a full 18th century naval commander on this booze catamaran (laughs) i'm i'm buckled into my pantaloons i'm wearing a wig sweating your ass off you look like washington crossing the delaware everyone else is in a fluorescent tank top a tarpaulin jacket i'm dressed for like (laughs) the arctic um so we get out of the harbor we're like going out to see jill's there i noticed that she's being like a little quiet and i'm like i can't tell and everybody's sort of like a little quiet just like chill and i can't tell if jill is like content and chill she's like eyes out at the horizon i'm like oh i think she might be feeling a little seasick and i go and i went up to her and i'm just like hey are you okay and she just looks at me her teeth are chattering her hand is shaking and she's like is it too late to turn back (laughs) she dives for the coast you're 400 meters away (laughs) the worst and we had been sailing for maybe 15 or 20 minutes so like it was too late to turn back we couldn't go back did she take the dramamine she took the Dramamine. And I like, I I had prepared for her to be like, I'm, I'll be okay. You're just like a little bit miserable, but like, she's like, I'll, I'll get through it. There's also no shade at sea. But can we go back? <laughs> no. And you're sitting there. It's like, it is rocking. You're just like. Yeah. Constant. It's up and down. There's no yeah. relief at sea. It's hot. It's but sunny think, and it's constant rocking. And I guess like to me, I think of like the rocking and the sun is like cradling and it's, it's, it's a gentle swell. And no. I don't know. I like, I like all that stuff. <laughs> but even I was like, you know, there's like an adjustment period for like a few minutes where you're like, whoa, this is weird. <laughs> um, but I guess so instantly there's 14 of us, maybe four to five people got seasick and just like had to like put their hats over their heads lie in the like the little part of shade that the boat had and like not look at anything i've gotten Um, seasick weren't you there when ben joseph took us like on his sailboat around the um statue of liberty yeah there that was dope i loved that but i also threw up that day i was super hungover i think everyone like everyone threw up we went yeah (laughs) did you puke you did right I puked, and then also like I was on a uh, a bio a biology trip in tenth grade where they took us out to sea, and like I also started puking there. <laughs> <laughs> I wonder what that is. I think it's just called being Jewish. I guess so, but I'm Jewish. I got a little Only half. Yeah, that's why you got sort of queasy, but you didn't puke. That's right. My fortitude shone through, but it it was great. They like brought us out to this um, this like island that only people can only get there by i guess it, I, I think it's actually connected to the land but it's a area where there are no roads so you can only get there by boat um so this entire town was like built by like people uh bringing their shit across 
the ocean and then like carrying it up on mules and there's like these waterfalls this completely private beach um and then on the way back it's like there were 14 of us i think on the way back half of us were seasick and the other half like it turned into like they're taking shots with the captains blasting oh my music God. like the shaking their asses over the side like what one half of the boat was so sick could barely even move and the other one it, it was like two different two different vacations Where like were you? blasting blasting music i was i was really in the middle because like i didn't feel sick but i also i don't really like to day drink so i didn't get drunk right. and i'm sort of like checking in on jill and then i'm also just like i just want to like lay in the sun and read my book so so i was like with the sick people i guess but not feeling as sick and we're talking puking um i think maybe two people puked and everyone else was more just like i need like peace and quiet i need to lie down i'm taking a nap that kind of i wonder yeah i wonder what dramamine actually does how could there be a pill that doesn't make you nauseous i don't quite understand that yeah and there's also those weird like bracelets you know those bracelets where you yeah they're supposed to like put pressure on like certain parts of your body that make you less seasick it doesn't make any sense to me it really doesn't i don't buy it it does not but you don't like sailing aside does the idea of like being on a boat in the middle of the ocean and diving off does that like spark joy for you does that stir your heart no like you don't even like swimming in the ocean i like swimming like i'll go like um i did snorkeling in hawaii and that was really fun like you're you're sort of by the shore but like whenever you want you can like stand up and walk back to the shore right the idea of being so far out into the ocean that you can't see any land that's not a good place to be. That's stranded. That's stuck. That's scary. And yeah. I'm getting a little nauseous thinking, <laughs> thinking about, about it. it. <laughs> Throwing oh. up on your mic, man. I'm gonna pull the trigger. <laughs> uh, yeah, that was. But that was funny because it was like one of my highlights and probably Jill's low light. <laughs> and doesn't that say it all? Yeah. Some people peak. Some people bottomed out right there. Yeah, and then how do you get over it? You just have to like lay down in a dark room that's not rocking for like three hours. But I, I found it was like kind of insane because Jill was like she, she ended up not getting like super seasick. She was more like nervous about being seasick, I think. But like once we pulled up to this like little cove and everybody jumped off the boat and like swam to the beach, everyone, even the people who were sick, were one hundred percent fine. Like, as soon as they got Instantly. off the boat, they're like, yeah. this is awesome. I'm really happy. And then we, like, got on the boat again to, like, go 10 minutes down towards the town. And people are just like, oh, I'm sick. Like, <laughs> yeah, I wonder what that is. What's going on inside of our bodies? Yeah, it's so instantaneous. Especially because, you know, as babies were being rocked constantly, you think that's, like, a more um, nourishing, comforting feeling. Yeah. And there, it also really does affect, I mean, there were... Jill has like told me for a long time that she gets seasick, so I like expected it. But there are people on that boat that are like very adventurous, hardy people that seem like they'd love it, and they were just like super sick. So it's not yeah. like it it uh, it preys on uh, the little nebbish Jew boys like you. Anybody can suffer from the seasickness. Yeah, fucking Jost get... could get seasick. I bet. <laughs> I doubt it. I used to get plane sick. Yeah, you got car sick too. Yeah, I get yeah, I every mean, mode of transportation sick. Motion sickness, yeah. Yeah, it's all the same sickness. What about a, on a bike? If you went on a long, if you were a long walk, would you start to feel ill? No, I've never <laughs> felt ill on a bike. 
or I've never, I've rarely rode a bike, but I've also never been sick on a walk either. I yeah. get walk sick, <laughs> land sickness. <laughs> I think I'm getting sit sick. <gasps> Sometimes if you toss and turn in your sleep, you'll vomit, right? <laughs> yeah. That's only when I'm wasted. Waking up choking on my own puke. Uh, all right, let's try to answer a question before the break. This is a Fire the only advice podcast on the web hosted by us. I'm Amir. I am Jake. Uh, here's a question about, oh, porn, of course. Yes. I really uh, am an expert at this. Okay. So this guy's inquiring about an OnlyFans account. Do you have a guy's name for him? Um, sure. OnlyFans, let's call him Lonely Frank. That's cool. Yeah. It's sort of okay. like a, yeah. Slamming. Okay, dudes. Here's the deal. I'm a 25-year-old male from Michigan, and I recently learned that my ex has an OnlyFans account. On the off chance you've never heard of OnlyFans, it's like Patreon but for sexy pics. Now, I have no problem with my ex posting and selling sexy or even nude photos of herself. It's her body. She could do whatever she wants with it. Of course. <laughs> Good. <laughs> If she makes, <laughs> if she can make a few bucks off selling some salacious photos, then more power to her. Hell, I'd do it too if I thought I could make some cash. This is insane. Now, <laughs> the issue is when we were dating, she never even sent me nude photos. I got sexy photos, sure, and believe me, they still get the job done, but never nudes. And at the time, she told me that she never took nudes and that uh, it would have sent me some if she did. So I'm sh uh, I'm not sure if I pay to join her OnlyFans if I'll see more of what I already have or more or more nudity. I mean, I'm a single horny guy who doesn't mind occasionally paying for porn in small doses. But if it isn't nudes, <laughs> then I don't want to pay for it since I already have photos of her. I mean, let's face it, fellas. Sexy photos are great, but they have nothing on nudes. <laughs> also, I'm not sure if it matters. But this relationship ended poorly, and we haven't spoken <laughs> right. over a year. She moved to a different state, so I can't actually use my current account since she'll know it's me. Right. Anyway, my question is this. Is it weird or bad for me to make a fake account, sign up, and get my ex's OnlyFans account? I don't want to get back together with her or anything, but if her nudes are out there, I would like them <laughs> since I don't have any of her nudes that's right any help would be appreciated appreciated sincerely what did you call him uh lonely frank lonely frank uh that question is written so, so in such earnest i really like it is i feel like one he doesn't have a problem I don't know. <laughs> there is no, this is the absence of a problem. You're overthinking <laughs> yeah. just a scenario. Uh, two, it seems fine. But three, I don't like your tone. <laughs> it's fine that she's doing it. I'll allow it to happen. It's her body. <laughs> but guys, I think, and I just want to pay for it, but I'm not going to pay for it if I'm not getting the nudes. I mean, <laughs> sexy photos don't have anything on nudes. Like, <laughs> yeah, we know that. Everything he said was like implicitly obvious, but he beat it over the head. Yeah. Um, but that's the thing. Like, it's clearly fine for him to just like make a fake account and see his ex's nudes. I just felt like that was a strange email. Yeah. Does it affect what you think of him as a human? It's sort of... He that email 
he didn't seem like a bad guy. He seems like a, what is the, it seems like he's like meticulously studied how to be a a good normal guy. So he's like, (laughs) he's basically showing us the work everywhere. Whereas like, I feel like a lot of that stuff should just be like, not occurring naturally to you. Yeah. Like him saying, it's okay that she doesn't only fans like, yes, of course it is. Okay. But he's like, it's okay because it's her body and she'll do what she wants. <laughs> like, yeah, I know. Doesn't it feel like he had to sort of work through that himself? And now he's, he's sort of like-, like presenting it as like information that he discovered because his initial reaction was, this is not okay. This is my ex. Yeah. It's like, I, I don't know if I'll allow her to do it, but oh, I don't know. I guess it's her body after all. You know what? Yeah, I will allow her to do it. And I'll like let everyone know. asking you for permission. Yeah, I'll show everyone else how enlightened I am by, uh, by walking us through. Is OnlyFans new, or is it, has it been around since your porn days of yore? It definitely wasn't around since my porn days of yore. I think there's like, it's kind of these new ways of like... Uh, monetizing your content yourself rather than being part of like the big studios the the browsers the bang buses yeah. of the world just like our just like patreon yeah it's ba- it's patreon for porn stars direct to consumer yeah uh it's unbundling porn <laughs> right you can finally get your porn a la carte all of fart all of fart especially if you're into fart porn there i think partially like also like this like only fans thing has like unlocked fetishes that no one ever even knew that they had where like you couldn't find so much of this stuff in like mainstream porn but now there's like such a there's a lot of uh there's demand for uh farting videos or crushing videos or whatever and giantess videos so now people are just like making them themselves yeah so you're saying we could almost do that i'm not saying that at all i didn't fart video that doesn't seem that hard i'll just eat like we already uh, yeah i mean we've already made steak and some sausage (laughs) what gets me pretty gassy on the day (laughs) i mean yeah you could i don't think you want to do the kind of fart videos that they make online. Oh, I think I'm getting porn sick. It's not. Yeah. <laughs> I think it's oh, the bloody. Just thinking about humping. You had food poisoning. <laughs> <laughs> I'm gonna pull the trigger. <laughs> you have motion sickness during sex. If I'm being ridden, it'll feel a little bit too much like I'm in a boat, a pleasure boat, but still. All right. The long and the short of it is, should this guy get his ex-girlfriend's OnlyFans? Is it amoral? Is it not good in any way? I think or it's one it of those fine? things that you shouldn't... It, is there a word? We should, we've been, I've been thinking about the, the idea that you and I should make... Uh, we should like make words. Wouldn't it be cool if we made a word that like became uh, part of like the social lexicon like and people said it and they didn't know where it originated? Oh, so you want to coin a term. Yeah. So I I think this is our opportunity because, so like doing something like this, like checking in on your ex's OnlyFans, mm-hmm. it's not inherently wrong, but it's like bad if you talk about it. Like you wouldn't want this to be public knowledge, but it being like a pervy private thing that you do is 
I think, normal. So would you say do it? Would you say not? Would you say do it anonymously, fake account, or just go for it full transparency? Do it anonymously, fake account, and don't tell anyone that you did it. <laughs> so like us including us like you shouldn't have even written this email but like what we'll is the this. what's the yeah we should edit this out what's the word for something is fine as long as you don't say anything it's mm. kind of like jerking off i mean like <laughs> it's not illegal or bad for me to masturbate in my shower but it'd be weird if I like was getting ready for work and I'd be like, oh, all right, Jill, I'm going to, I've just finished masturbating the shower. I have to run. You know, I wouldn't right. do you that. You wouldn't say that. No. So like <laughs> <laughs> a private personal thing. What about non-full transparency? Oh, opaque transparency. No what about transparency? Oh, that's cool. So it's like the Southwest thing, but we stole yeah. it and made it ours. But it'll be fair. F-I-F-I-R. F-A-I-R. So it's like um, fair to hide it. What so about... we'll steal it from Southwest still. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Instead of full transparency, it's empty transparency. Wait, oh, wait, what? Tell me again. Instead of full, it's empty transparency. Yeah. It's, it has to be more of a pun. Okay, let's take a break and uh, think about it, and then we'll be back on the other side of these messages with uh, more questions and answers. And a perfect pun, guaranteed. Oh, I think I'm going to be sick, dude. Shit. (laughs) Fuck. Thank you to Squarespace for sponsoring this episode of our show. Indeed. Indeed. Simply put, it's the easiest way to create a professional-looking website. Couldn't agree more, bud. That's it. Yeah. That's the tweet. <laughs> um, no, they do have a lot more than that. It's uh, right. it's a, it's They have 24-7 award-winning customer support. They have very simple drag-and-drop technology. You can code. You can design mm-hmm. a professional-looking website without knowing much about how the internet works. You can sell. You can launch and sell product from Squarespace. Yes. That's right. You can even purchase a domain name through Squarespace. For example, Jake, what can people purchase? Boneheader.com bone header it's like interesting that's pretty good yeah yeah it's like if you're a boneheaded person but you're doing a boneheader of move you know what i mean what about fitnessnah.com so it's sort of like a relaxation technique mm-hmm. slash way to say damn the man with regards yeah. to fitness it's a movement about not going to the gym fitness it's nah. a it's an anti-movement really oh, it's that's a non-movement that's movement a, is anti-movement yeah. one anti-movement uh, seems i'll like have it to be. check it out later actually let me look right now anti-movement.com is not available don't yeah. buy that one okay yeah, yeah. i wouldn't but so it's fitness more of a fitness <laughs> yeah it's more of a yeah. fitness nah thing yeah uh, squarespace ai also is a great way to kickstart or update written content on any website they can generate instant personalized results that know and show your brand identity. Pretty cool there too. Incredible. So the way to get in on this action and uh, launch your own website soon enough mm-hmm. is to go to squarespace.com slash segments. Segments. And when you're ready to launch, you use that coupon code segments at checkout to save 10% Ooh. off their already low, low prices. Beautiful. Again, Check out squarespace.com for a free trial. And when you're ready to launch, go to squarespace.com slash segments to save 10% off your first purchase of a website or domain. Thanks, folks. Thanks, Squarespace.
Thank you to Rocket Money for sponsoring this episode of our program. Hell yeah. It's pretty simple. It's a personal finance app that finds and cancels your unwanted subscriptions, and then it monitors your spending and helps lower your bills so that you can grow your savings. It's perfect it's for all those subscriptions that you tried and then forgot about, but you're actually paying for, and you don't even realize it, folks. I had, no joke, over a million dollars a month worth of subscriptions that I did not need. That's amazing. Did not That's need. amazing. That's so uh, much cash. I was buying 35 new houses a freaking month on yeah. this subscription box that I accidentally subscribed <laughs> to when I bark was high. Box. Yeah, bark yeah, box. Yeah, it came with the condos, yes. dozens of them a month. Mm -hmm. And I said, you know what? Let me do a quick little audit. Rocket Money came in and they're like, by the way, you're spending $1.5 million a month. We could probably just cancel this one. Yeah. Like, damn. And I could use that. I did. Incredible. Yes. Congrats. And you should use that. Rocket Money has over 5 million users and has saved them a total of $500 million. That's almost entirely me. $500 million in canceled subscriptions. Yeah. Most saving of yours. the average member only $740 a year, which is not as much as the $1.5 million a month that I saved, but still a lot of money to some people. For sure. So if you're looking to save some cash, which who isn't, mm -hmm. uh, you can stop wasting money on things you don't use. Cancel your unwanted subscriptions by going to rocketmoney.com slash segments. Segments. There's something in your bank account that doesn't need to be there. Rocketmoney.com slash segments will find it and eliminate it. Whoa. Nice. Again, that's rocketmoney.com slash segments. Segments. Take control of your finances today. Mm -hmm. Thank you, Rocket Money. And we are back. Jake, do you have any? On to the Yeah. Yeah. You know what? I frankly do. I I honestly have some this week. Yeah. Is it about puking or uh actually this thing probably would make you puke i've bought and have been very much enjoying my theragun mm, that's that little jackhammer instrument that you use to massage yourself. yes it looks kind of like a drill but it pummels you with uh with like a rubber head i mean you see them on instagram you see them everywhere they there's it, like other it's a power massager yeah um i think there's a couple of different kinds out there too the one i got is like the the mid-range theragun is it official uh, the official theragun yeah and i i really like it wow where do you use it other than uh, your cock <laughs> <laughs> that's good shit what so i use it on my cock and my nuts <laughs> stop stop it so you started it um no i so i use it mostly on my cock and my nuts <laughs> <laughs> i have uh, you sit on it yeah um i started i use it on like my legs my hip flexors my quads um I, and my glutes i spin it around and put it on my ass so you um, do use it on your buttock yeah not in it but on it okay and what's the difference what's the What's the uh, science there? It just sort of shakes your muscles? Yeah, who knows? I, I, I don't know that like it's actually understood or proven, but it's like the same. I, I feel like I read one time that that you, there's not like actually a proven benefit even to like foam rolling or something. Mm -hmm. um, mm -hmm. And like a lot of... Just whatever is good is good. Like the, this thing I was reading was like, you can, if so, basically someone foam rolled on one side, but like got the benefits throughout their whole entire body. 
because mm. like it's it's partially mental maybe um yeah. it's but part also mental part mental compartmental but this thing i, I mean it's kind of like a massage it just loosens up the muscles and mm. uh it feels it feels real good it if i have like a tightness in my quads or in sometimes my lower back hurts and i use the theragun on my ass cheeks and it relieves it a little bit that's cool you know there's also just the it feels good as it's happening so like your body feels good afterwards and it feels good during yeah it's like a massage yeah, the theragun it's the live lightweight which is yeah. something which i've been curious about getting a massage but i've never i still haven't pulled the trigger that's cool how's the foot the foot's good man it's very you went swimming i went swimming i went i rode my bike yesterday i've uh, been walking around it's it's great what what percent back are you i think 85 maybe it wow. feels better than my foot did before I, it still feels like there's like a um it feels like maybe there's like a little bit of a what is the word kind of like before it was like a a long long ago injury so it, there never felt it never like if i was running on it and it hurt it didn't feel like i was doing more damage it just felt like this is my foot mm -hmm. so sometimes when my foot is in pain now it's like there's more uh panic behind it a little more urgency i'm like oh fuck i can't hurt it so it's like a little more sensitive <laughs> Not anymore no more yeah i'm done with it at the same time like it doesn't there's no resting pain at all it's this is exactly the two-month anniversary of your surgery it's crazy it's i uh that's another piece of uns, uh, unsolicited advice i have if you have pain in your feet and uh there's a surgical <laughs> uh option for you that uh could work i say go for it it was bad <laughs> while it was happening but i feel really good now uh all right let's answer this question about a new york city first date dilemma yes We'll call this person Micah, who lives in New York City and talks about first dates a lot. Correct. Uh, hey, guys. I'm going down south from New England to rendezvous with some friends after a couple days for spring break this year. And on my way down, I'm going to pass through New York and see a girl I'm friends with. We're planning on spending a day hanging out. And at some point, I'm planning on telling her that I have feelings for her. This is a pretty good situation, I think, since if she's not into it, I can just hoof it south and then not see her for a while. And if she is, then I could say something to the effect of, stop by on my way back. Can I stop by on my way back through and take you out? Here lies the rub, boys. I've never, literally ever, been to New York City before. I can't fathom where I'd take her, especially since she lives there, and I doubt I can come up with new and exciting date experiences for her. Since you guys have lived there slash live there now, what's a good date I could take someone on who A, lives there, B, I've known forever, so the getting to know you phase isn't a factor. Please help. I really like this girl. I don't want to blow it with a bad first date. We're both in our mid-20s and from New England, if that helps at all. Much love, Micah. Okay. Wait, from England, not New England. New England, New England. New England, New England? Yeah, New in, like they live in New Hampshire or some shit. So down south is New York and below. I see. I read that question wrong. I thought he was from friggin' England. Okay. That'd be cool. That would be cool. Fucking love England. All right. Well, first of all, this is a topic that my brother and I discussed on our other podcast, The Goat Show. And that uh, app is already live. That's live. That was two weeks ago, I think. We went on like 
10 or 20 different first dates. Um, some, yeah, we, I mean, we reviewed 20, narrowed it down to the best three and the worst one. And that's what the episode is about. The, the actual best first date you can go on. Okay. So this guy can just listen to you and Micah dissect for 30 minutes what he should do. Yeah. Well, and that's the, actually uh... why I'm not going to answer the question <laughs> and neither are you because I'm trying to juice those numbers a little bit. So everyone that's listening to this, stop and go listen to The Goat Show with me and my other brother. Because Amir, you're my first brother. <laughs> um, well, actually, he should be the well, first one. I, I get, I, I can like answer myself and that'll be my no, 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 you, which no, isn't let's, in your episode. Let's zip it up. It's, we're at, yeah, we've, you know, it's not a full like 40 minutes or anything, but let's close up shop here and send uh, people yeah. over <laughs> Tell you what, why don't we drop well, the goat the show? Least in this... We can answer more questions. No, nope, I don't. I really, I want to cut the content here so people are thirsty for something else. So check finish out it early, pod. leave them wanting more. Mm-hmm. And that more is the goat show. That's right. Well, actually, no, I would answer this because it's, he does know her. So it's not like a full on first date, you know? It, it's, yeah. So the, the advice he, is slightly different. Yeah. He's more looking for like a, a good scenario to, tell her he has feelings which there's a lot to there's a lot to consider what would here's you say? what i liked about when i was living in new york what i liked is when somebody visited you as somebody who lives there got to do some touristy things that you wouldn't otherwise do totally yeah we're talking about the boat you can hop on the staten island ferry which is not actually rocking the boat very much that's a very smooth ride even me with my gentle disposition my fragile nature <laughs> didn't get seasick yes on the staten island ferry Mm-hmm. Your fraught frame. Yeah, we're talking Natural History Museum, that giant-ass whale that sort of hovers over you. They got dinosaur bones. Yeah, I'm not really going to those with my boys, but it would right. be fun to go with an out-of-towner. Yeah, most of the time, when you live in the city, you go to the same coffee shop every day, go to work, go home, order food, go to sleep. Maybe you go to the gym, whatever. Right. Like, you don't experience all New York has to offer. Or you don't you don't eat the best pizza even because it's like forty five minutes deep into Brooklyn. Right, you would never ever do that. So there's at least we can quell this guy's fear that like you can probably suggest something that she hasn't done yet, or like even if she she maybe heard of it but not actually gone to one of these museums or walked on the High Line or go or uh, even just like walking over one of the bridges. I think that's that would be my suggestion because it's. You have a free-flowing conversation. There's, like, enough to distract you by, like, looking around an external stimuli, but it's not so distracting, like, you can't have a conversation. Like, at a museum, you kind of have to, like, take in the art and people wander away from each other and you're discussing shit. You don't want to... You want to have something like a walk where you're both... You're already kind of on a mission with someone. It's inherently uh, teamworky. And there's a little bit of built-in romanticism if you're walking over one of the bridges because it's beautiful. Yeah. What about a bridge to a museum or after a museum? What I like about the museum is that it gives you something to talk about. When you're on a bridge, it's like, this is small talk to medium talk to large talk. There's no necessarily topics of conversations being right. thrown at you. So I'm into that. There's something, I don't know like what the museum situation is. Here's what I would suggest. Um... You meet at the Brooklyn Museum of Art, okay? okay. It's in Prospect Heights. Mm-hmm. You go to the museum, 
enjoy your time. You get a coffee and then you walk through Prospect Park, which is a beautiful, beautiful park. Okay. That's cool. You could similarly do this in Manhattan if that's more convenient. You go to um, the Yeah, I think the History Museum is right next to Central Park. Yeah, exactly. So a museum to a park walk. That's and you tell her on the park walk. You you guys familiarize yourselves with each other. You have a nice time at the museum. Then you drop the bomb. You don't want to do it early because then if if it doesn't go well, you can't just hoof it straight south. Then you know you you'd yeah. have to take in an exhibit, and that'll be sad. Yeah, I don't know. The whole idea of dropping the bomb is also very scary. Like. Do you have to say it in plain words? I have feelings for you. I think. I mean. Can't you feel it out? Yeah. I'm sure you can feel it out. Definitely take social cues. <laughs> if it's romantic, <laughs> you can say something. But if it's if it's not, then don't. But yeah, it's, <laughs> it is weird. I don't, I can't remember the last time. A daytime bomb dropping is very a sober daytime bomb dropping. It's hard to reciprocate. It's also very it's an interesting scenario to be in where you like basically have feeling for a friend and you have to like come clean. I don't know if I've definitely done that when I was like in high school and stuff. But like <laughs> yeah. since then it feels way more like I am trying to date. So if I'm like gonna see you, it's already romantic, you know? Yeah, it seems like if you hang out during the day, if she wants to see you more that night, then she's into it. And if she's like, ah, I'm busy tonight, then she's not. That's an interesting idea. I guess I didn't think of how much time he has in New York. I, ma- I sort of imagined it was like a day and then he's leaving that evening or something. But if he's going to stay the night, it makes a ton of sense to like do an activity like get the best slice of pizza, go to a cool restaurant, go to a museum, uh, see a site, and then suggest like getting a drink later. Yeah, and that's and then, a good litmus test. Yeah. I, if you have the time, I would suggest that. And if you don't, site slash museum plus walk being in a park or over a bridge or along the river. Actually, walking along the river might get me a little queasy now that you say it. I think <laughs> I see a, a fucking kayaker. Oh, oh no. Some of these docks aren't like got a nail down right. They're, they kind of shift and ebb and flow with the tides. Oh, God. I got wet. <laughs> I'm getting walk sick. Do you have feelings for me? <laughs> oh, shit. Here comes the diarrhea of the South. Fuck me ass. Get my Theragun. It's in my Why? backpack. You shit yourself. That has nothing to do with being seasick. I need to plug it. I need to plug me shut. Put oh. this on my OnlyFans. Quickly. People will play their Seriously, premium. do you have any thoughts or feelings for me? I'm curious if you have feelings. Don't be afraid to catch feels. Oh. <laughs> oh, Jesus. Uh, all right, good luck. Let us know what you, let us know what happens. I'm curious now. Yeah, I'd like a follow up pup here. Full show. And if a full day in a romantic city like New York doesn't get it done, then you have no game, dude. I'm you have serious. Ser- you have serious social problems. <laughs> you can't close. <laughs> <laughs> oh God, talking about closing actually makes me clothes sick. Someone has to close me. 
Uh, all right. Thanks for writing those emails in. If you have your own questions or a theme song submission, send them all down to if I were you show at gmail.com. Yes. The opening one, if you remember, was Don Kianyan. Don Kianyan. The closing one is a longer song called Give Amir the Golden Mic. No. I don't know if you're still doing that in your head. I got the golden mic this episode, but uh, we'll see what happens for you next episode. Maybe the song will be good. Uh, that'll be fun. That'll be interesting what? to see. I've been meaning to ask what about the episode where Jeff and Riley were on and you were not. Uh, you actually, all three of you guys got turdies for that because I didn't even know that that was happening. <laughs> okay. And who got the golden mic? Yeah. I got the golden mic in absentia. <laughs> <laughs> I got in absentia? In absentia. I got a posthumous <laughs> golden mic for that episode. You were dead that day. I absolutely deserved a golden mic. I think my... My absence was keenly felt, which made it a golden mic uh, worthy, uh, sort of like a recognition like that, that my value to the podcast was <laughs> provided. It was crystallized. It was locked in On the day. episode. In absentia, posthumously. <laughs> Actually, this person who wrote this theme song, Give Amir the Golden Mic, is named Jacob. Wow. And if it gets on, shout out to my friends Eitan and Matan, Israeli cool. names, shout out. Wow. A Jacob with with an Israeli friend. It's just like us. That's right. Our fans, they're just like us. Uh, and if you want some more content, more If I Were You, more watch videos, it's all on our Patreon. Patreon.com slash JA. I also got the speech at your wedding on there. We got uh, Lonely and Horny Season Horny. 1 and 2 on there. That's right. That is, it's content rich at this point. Yeah, we're over a year deep, and there's hundreds, I want to say thousands of hours of content, literally weeks and years worth of content That's for right. you to comb through. That's right. Uh, so check that out as well, patreon.com slash JA, and we'll ja. be back next week. Bye, everybody. Later. Oh, and when I wake up, I play the podcast where they deal with breakups. With Jake Hurwitz, yeah, he is the golden boy. Amir Blumenfeld, the hero is real coin. Now let me tell you about my life. Listen to it, fire you is the highlight. I'll be tall in jail, yeah, they got fine wives. Till Jake's mom, I love her, this is what I like. Marty knows. 20 of them in my Chevy, then I put them in my belly. Eating every one of those, yeah, I'm talking Laura's goodies. We all know she's not a rookie. You can buy them at jakesmomscookies.com. Tell me what you do in this same situation with a fake name. Today's sponsors probably Squarespace. Ben advances Jocelyn and Ace. Wouldn't you know? Mir's never won gold mic before. Uh, when Jake was gone, I'm pretty sure the show's guest won. Really? Yeah, we love Jake's mom. Got her own pod too on HeadGum. But we're on Amir's show. If I were you, here's what I would do. Give Amir the golden mic. Give Amir the golden mic. Win the golden mic. He's the host with the most, so he deserves to win the golden mic. Hey. Yeah, the golden mic. Give Amir the golden mic. Give Amir the golden mic. Do you hear me? Do you feel me with the golden mic? That was a HeadGum Podcast. Hey there, podcast listener. Good news. We're doing another HeadGum Happy Hour in New York City. Whoa, that's amazing news. Amir, why don't you tell the folks when and where it is? Okay, fine. It's Tuesday, May 7th at 7.30 p.m. at the Bell House. Okay, and why don't you tell everybody 
who the fucking hosts are. Yeah, that would be us. It would be, uh, we're hosting it. It's Jake and Amir. Okay, and how about this, you little piece of shit? Why don't you tell everybody who is going to be performing? Who is this show featuring? All right, I don't appreciate being called that, but it is featuring Charlie Bardet, Natalie rodder Leitman of Exploration And why Live. don't you tell them, excuse me, why don't you tell them who else it's featuring? Yeah, Millie Tamara's and Elise Morales of the Go Touch Grass podcast and some surprise guests as well. More, yes. And Mir, why don't you go ahead and close this out now? You say something like, thanks for listening. We'll see you at the yeah. show or something like that. Why don't you go ahead yeah. and do that? Hmm? Okay, I will. It's, hmm? it's, Can uh, you do that? So go buy a ticket at headgum.com slash live and we'll see you there. All right. Bye.